0: Hey everyone, this is A&M Reviews. I'm Adrian.
1: I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes.
0: Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter,
1: which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to a and Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the film Spirited, and this film stars Will Ferrell as, uh, well, that's kind of a spoiler. (laughs) Uh, That's my first time just looking at it.
0: He's Christmas present.
1: Okay, yeah, as uh, Christmas present, Um, (laughs) Ryan Reynolds as Clint Briggs, Uh, Sunita. Mani as past Christmas Past, uh, Patrick Page as Jacob Marley, um, Ac- Octavia Spencer as Kimberly, Marlo Barkley as Wren, uh, Tracy Morgan as Yet to Come, and PJ Byrne, <laughs> Mr. Mm-hmm. Altelli he has a very small role but he plays the same character every time i see him like he's just like <laughs> the worst person every time i don't know if you ever notice him
0: wait which character was that what?
1: he was towards the beginning he was one of the guys that um that they thought was a candidate to be unredeemable
0: oh yes 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 what other stuff is he
1: he always plays a side character, but he's always a terrible person.
0: Oh, Fire Destination. Wolf of Wall Street, Countdown, Legends of Korra. Interesting.
1: I don't think he ever plays a big role, but he's oh, always playing the same character. Huh. <laughs> like every time I see him. He's always a guy just complaining and telling somebody that they're wrong.
0: Well, oh, he does it well, I guess.
1: Yeah. He's gonna be in the next Shazam film. <laughs> yep. He's been in a lot of movies, a lot. Always a side character. Uh, but this film is about a musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly misanthrope or misanthrope who's taken on a magical journey. So, what did you get from the film? Spirited.
0: Yeah, so um I I don't think I actually looked at any ads for the movie before I watched it. Um, it's an Apple TV movie, so obviously if you have an iPhone or any Apple products, you'll see it come across your screen or suggest it at some point. And I, I was basically I was like, fine, I'll watch it. Not have anything else to do if things Chris's movie, go for it. Um I did not know that it was gonna be so um star packed jam packed with everything um watching even I watched it twice at this point um and the both times I was like the the budget for this must have been astronomical there's so many extras there is so much happening so much choreography um this is insane why does apple have this much money um but it was it was good i think it's i think it's definitely it's funny like i feel like it's a classic but knowing it's a play on a classic is interesting but i definitely always like whenever we get to see some behind the scenes or um different interpretations of things we've seen for years um and and look at it through a new lens uh which this did so it was heartfelt it was funny it was um it was it was i thought very well put together
1: yeah i agree um it's it's a pretty good christmas film um a musical. I uh, almost had like the Disney Channel cho- yeah. choreography. I thought uh, Will Ferrell, he was good. Ryan Reynolds, um, Octavia Spencer. I kind of did like Tracy Morgan here. He's <laughs> Most times I don't, I don't find him funny.
0: I, he was one <laughs> of the funniest parts. Um, and I think it's because he's serious. I mean, he's being, <laughs> he's taking this part very seriously the entire time. Um, it just happens to be Tracy Morgan, which is funny.
1: Yeah, I mean, his voice is a joke in itself, right? Um, <laughs> but I I actually did like him here. He he was fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it was good. Um,
1: uh, uh, but yeah, overall, it's a really good film. Um, a little long, but still yes. really good film. I think Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds play off each other pretty well. Yeah. Um, they're pretty much the two main characters. Um, everybody else kind of fits around them, but mm-hmm. yeah, I did like this one.
0: Yes, we can get into the to the story, and it's funny. Like thinking about it after the fact and explaining it, it's way more simple than actually watching the movie. Um, <laughs>
1: but
0: essentially, it's the Christmas Carol um, from the other lens. It is. Obviously, using the Christmas Carol, we get, you know, Ebenezer Scrooge and you know, the three ghosts visiting him, past, present, future. He changes his life and then he becomes a better person. Um, in this, we get to see the behind the scenes of how people get a change of heart. And we also learn that Scrooge is not the only person who's been visited. In fact, it's hundreds, of, not thousands of people, millions of people who are visited every Christmas um, by this team um, who. Assign themselves to so learning a person's life, seeing what triggers them, and then orchestrating this night that changes their entire life. Um, and we learn that um, you know they they look at people in the world. They they decide who needs to be changed for Christmas, um, and they go with that. And the whole team works on it. But this time, Christmas presents. Uh, Will Ferrell's character sees someone who he wants to work on. This guy who essentially his whole job is making um, trash ad campaigns and tear people down. And he's like, this person has influence, power, this person needs a change. Um, and essentially Jacob Marley is just interesting. He's a super side character in the Christmas Carol and really only has one part in the book and the movie, but we learned he is essentially in charge of everything behind the scenes. Um, and he tells him, no, he's, a, he's not changeable. He is uh, too far gone. And he says, well, there was someone else who's far gone once in the past as well. And they go back and forth, but it's revealed very early that um, this person who was too far gone is him. Past, present, or past, present, Christmas, present.
1: Ebenezer Scrooge.
0: Right. <laughs> Scrooge dies and then becomes a member of this team because he's forever changed.
1: Yeah. Um, he has become redeemable. Um, right. Right
0: really well, that was the like, tons of songs about <laughs> the
1: the one that i liked the most was uh good afternoon <laughs>
0: good afternoon and there were so many parts of this that were so original and unnecessary what made it such a good movie and that was definitely one of them
1: yeah um cuz that carried throughout the rest of the film
0: <laughs> Afternoon. <laughs>
1: and the song
0: i mean it was upbeat it was like marching uh, um it it felt like i was watching something from Sesame Street but adult.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, good afternoon is pretty much an insult. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um that we learned from Scrooge's past. Um but I mean that it's funny because that's the center of the story is we have the background trying to convince this person, Clint Briggs, to change his ways. Um with Uh, Christmas Present leading the way. Um, Christmas Pass is um, Sue Damani playing that part and she um, is attracted to Clint, does not go well on her try to change him um, as they just end up getting together and and ruining the entire thing. But seeing it behind the scenes is is pretty funny. Um, And then he, Clint, challenges Christmas Present throughout, you know, being like no one can really change I don't believe any of this, you're being dramatic. Also, how is this work behind the scenes? Um, and really screws with the entire plan um, and and questions Christmas present on, on how he is the way he is um, and how people change and you know, all those things, which leads him on this crazy journey. Um, and then the side story is Kimberly's character with um, Scrooge essentially not explained, but somehow she can see ghosts um, and sees uh, scrooge and ends up getting a crush on him and he on her and that's like a side story throughout
1: yeah um but clint briggs he's also a terrible person um <laughs> big businessman really rich uh but he also has a niece that was supposed to be left to him by his sister but they also have another brother who actually um became the legal guardian of their um, niece. But this niece, you know, she's really shy, but she wants to run for, I think, class president. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't feel confident that she's going to be able to because the the boy who's running against her is, um, you know, pretty popular, makes really good grades. Uh, and from what she knows, is a really good person. Um, and she's looking for Clint Briggs to help her out. But, um, you know, he's done this before he gets Octavia Spencer to go look up some dirt on this kid. And she finds this, um, I don't know if it was like a TikTok video or it was something that Mm -hmm. he posted online where he was supposed to be working with the homeless, you know, feeding them. But he, uh, posted the video saying, you know, gross and (laughs) that's how they were, uh, plan to blackmail him. Um, and he also, Clint Briggs, he wanted his niece to start, you know, making her, her grades bad to kind of fit in with the people, you know, mm-hmm. fit in with everybody else. Um, and uh, that's what kind of sets some of the story up with Octavia Spencer. You know, okay. she feels bad about what she's doing. Um, like
0: digging up dirt on an eighth grader.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very low. Yeah. Um, I mean, she makes so much money but she doesn't feel right with what or how she's gotten there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we do get uh, some continuation with that little story storyline with his niece. So um, after uh, ghost of Christmas present kind of shows him everything, um, there's a point when Clint sees the future and his his niece you know she became class president and they released the photos or the video of the kid that she was running up against um and they see that he committed suicide from this he's like oh how did i know that the kid was gonna do this the 13th reason (laughs) 13 reasons why (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it, it is a serious subject i mean social media the cyber bullying or whatever i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's i mean it's 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 real but um
0: yeah and it was an interesting turn this took i mean because they're really making fun of everything but, <laughs> i mean that was a very serious moment in the story um that that one decision on his part clint's part led to that suicide which i mean Psychological craziness going on there, but um, but obviously that makes him feel
1: awful, yeah. Um, because pr- throughout most of the film, he's kind of questioning the um, ghost of Christmas present on why he's doing what he's doing, and um, you know, why doesn't he change things up? Um, and in a way, he's kind of controlling that ghost. Uh, mm-hmm. Will, Will Ferrell. Right, does. by
0: challenging asking why being an annoying kid person. <laughs> um, and it does definitely throw off his game. Um, and you could argue that he got through to him eventually, or it was Christmas yet to come, um, the former Tracy Morgan showing him what happened. Change, but either way, he did.
1: Yeah, but... Uh... Ghost of Christmas Present, uh, Will Ferrell's character, he starts to regret some of the things that, you know, he used to do or or hasn't been able to do since he has died because um, he does show Clint Briggs, you know, who he was before he died and got to where he is now. And he was Ebenezer Scrooge, um, you know, one of the worst people out mm-hmm. there, had no Christmas spirit. And um, <laughs> One of the things that they used to say back in the day (laughs) was good afternoon. But as an insult, (laughs) almost like F off. (laughs) (laughs) And they had a pretty good song about it. Um, Good afternoon. Um, He pretty much uh, told him, hey, you know, just say it one time. It feels good. (laughs) and he started saying it to everybody
0: completely good right there has to be (laughs) something left in you he's like no well and then he says it goes in this huge rant about good afternoon
1: (laughs) and they keep carrying that throughout the film um, because it is something that sets him off Uh, yes (laughs) and there was one time when um, I think at this point so They do kind of dangle over Ghost of Christmas presents head that, um, you know, when you retire, you have the choice of going off and, um, you know, going back to Earth and living Mm -hmm. uh, a normal life in the present time and building up whatever you wanted to do. And he's able to actually do that. And I forgot where they were trying to go, but I think they're in a cab. And the person driving the cab, he he said good afternoon. (laughs) Right, set him off. Yeah, (laughs) trigger word, and um, he almost went to kill the guy, but it was funny.
0: Right Um, right. at this point, he's chosen to retire. He's he's back on Earth, Um, and Clint is is convincing him to uh, profess his love essentially to Kimberly, Um, and. and he does that. They go on a date and all this stuff, but yeah, they at the very end they're in the camp together. And he does that.
1: Yeah, um, and I guess um, uh, Will Ferrell's character—he's a um, a stepfather. <laughs> um but-
0: I, I don't know if it's a stepfather or if there is kids or if they're adopt. Because one thing, both of them are not young
1: people. <laughs> oh yeah I didn't think about that
0: Octavia Spencer and Will Ferrell are not young and they're not pretending to be young either um, but the kids names both start with R which at the very beginning um, in Will's first song he talks about you know if he were to retire he had two kids and they'd, they'd all have names started with R for some reason Robert or, or something um, and the two kids have names starting with R so I'm like maybe he named them um and maybe they're adopted or it is you know not a real story maybe they're his kids i don't know um but it's just funny anyway with his age um and and having two very young kids
1: yeah they didn't look like they were related to him no no um but yeah he he has um two kids he has the family that he wants um But that's kind of fast forwarding all the way to the end, because at first he doesn't exactly accept it. Um, I guess it was just too perfect for him. But, uh, you know, they're able to get together and live pretty happily towards the end. Um, And Clint Briggs, uh, whenever he's shown that future uh, with his niece, you know, winning that election and seeing the kid dying from them releasing that news or that, that video that kind of changes him. And also whenever he goes to, um, ghost of, of the future, he, Mm -hmm. he kind of shows him what his future is. And he's also upset that, uh, ghost of present has now retired because he said, you know, he lost his friend. He, I guess they had been friends for a long time. <laughs> and um, yes. he's kind of just going fast forwarding through all of the future events, you know, when he's about to die, all that stuff. Um, but then they show him. Um, I think somehow he's able to go where um, ghost of present. Has now gone on Earth. And they kind of talk. Um, he talks about, I'm trying to remember their conversation. I can't remember what, exactly what they said. But um, Ghost of a uh, Present, he jumps in front of the car. And mm-hmm. then um, Clint Briggs, he jumps in front of that car to save Ghost of a Present Christmas. And um, that's what makes him redeemable. And that's when everybody starts coming out, you know, congratulating him.
0: Right. And it's super, I mean, kind of sad he dies. I mean, his sister comes from heaven and is like, don't worry, he can walk into the light with men." like this. I did not see this coming um, (laughs) at all. And he's not happy with that. He's not ready to go. Um, And then you get a little bit of a flash into what he decides to do. And it is, to take future presence place
1: yeah um he he takes his place uh kind of runs his business or runs the i don't know what you would call that i guess a part of the afterlife (laughs) kind of runs it like his own business
0: um his sister comes in um and is working on a team now he's dating if not married to christmas past um (laughs)
1: I, I guess they can have a regular life there yeah why not why go back to earth yeah um <laughs> I, I don't see he, the point point.
0: And, and he was there for years and years and years but i guess there's I, I don't know i mean obviously they're making up logic as they go but i mean uh scrooge has said he you know didn't know what a hot shower felt like um and, you know he didn't he couldn't feel things whenever he was in his ghost form so I don't know that's a part of it or something uh, not really explain how this ghost stuff
1: works <laughs> no um yeah I, I'm not exactly sure why he'd want to go back to the living when they seem like they have everything where he is now uh because I think one thing he talks about is... He had some kind of sickness, something that was kind of terminal <laughs> that he was feeling. I don't know if it was a joke, mm. but um, he'd rather experience that and live. <laughs> yeah. um, but we kind of did skip throughout the film, I'm trying to think were there any important parts outside I mean, really,
0: of that? It's just, it's just them ragging on each other and going through the regular christmas story stuff so it's like the movie is very long and drawn out because of how they focus on each of these you know pivotal moments um but it is just the christmas carol
1: yeah pretty much i mean they're kind of just going through some of um the most important parts of clint briggs's uh life you know with, with his sister what's going on there she ends up having some kind of um sickness where she's about to die and he actually wants to make clint briggs um the legal guardian of her daughter (laughs) but he doesn't think he's ready um and he also wants to deny that she's about to die so he passes that along to the other brother and you know he gladly accepts but um clint briggs i'm at I think that was one of his turning points in the film because that really hit home for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the other scenes, like when um, Ghost of Christmas Present was trying to show him, like when he was a little kid and his mother had gotten him a dog or they thought mm-hmm. she got him a dog. <laughs> <So sad>. but, <laughs> yeah, But what she did was she left the door open and then told him, "Hey, I got your dog for Christmas." And then they went back to the back door. And then she had told um, Clint Briggs and his sister, "You know, I told you about leaving the door open. Things things are gonna get out there." And he's like, "Oh, I'll, oh no, I'm sorry. You know, your dog, you know, he probably ran away." But the abuse sister abuse. <laughs> yeah, Well, the sister's like, "There never was a dog. You're lying to him." <laughs> but. You know, the lie that she told him, that was one of the best moments of his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the movie, you know, it it flipped a lot of things on his head. Like it it took a lot of turns that you didn't expect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was one of them. Because um, that was supposed to be looked at as a bad moment in his life, but he thought of it as a good moment. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah, he's really his villain origin story. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's when he realized <clears throat> I forgot his exact words, but that gave him the motivation to do what he does now. Right. Um but I thought the visuals were pretty good. All the music was pretty good. I really liked the good afternoon song <laughs> and how they carried that throughout the film.
0: And I liked how they, I mean, uh, Jacob Marley's character hated the singing. So it's like, yes, it's a musical, but they also know it's a musical. Like they, it's kind of meta in that way. Um, <laughs> and he's very annoyed by all the songs, particularly the last one. He's like, again, we need to sing. Okay, fine. Uh, and I don't know if you watched into the credits, but I mean, they sing forever at the end. And that's how I was like, there's so many different choreography methods, there's so many different styles of dance, there's so many different dancers in this. It was pretty, pretty insane. I don't think I've seen a musical Christmas carol like this. Um, And, um, but they sing forever. And that, pretty much, Good Afternoon and Redeemable are the two longest, most in depth songs. Redeemable, I mean, that goes on forever. Um, The different versions they sing of it. Um, But uh, Octavia Spencer had a little song she does um, for her part about how she is in life. and then uh, Ryan Reynolds, I guess, sings in Good Afternoon the most. Uh, but Will Ferrell has the most, uh, as a main character, recurring song in Redeemable.
1: Yeah, he, I guess he probably has the most songs in the film, along with um, Ryan Reynolds. Because his introduction is a song.
0: Right. That's true. That's right.
1: You know, he was talking about um, spreading hate uh-huh. about this guy clipping a christmas f- trees. a fake christmas tree <laughs> we need to have real christmas trees you know burn all the trees or or cut cut the yeah. trees down so we can have some real trees on christmas <laughs> <laughs> um but th- this was definitely a nice movie um i think a lot of people can enjoy it i guess it's kind of for a family i mean i, I think there's a few times where they do have some strong language but
0: there's strong language and some of the jokes that go over kids heads um i think they'd still like to watch it though
1: yeah i mean they might dance and sing to it right good afternoon <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good afternoon that was a good one um but overall i did enjoy this film i really like the actors i think everybody did their part um so let's go ahead and give this one a rating. So the lowest rating is Trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film Spirited?
0: I would rate Spirited as a mid-level banger. I think Apple TV really knows how to hit it home with good movies. Strangely enough, I think whenever, I, I was one of the people, I'll say personally, when they announced Apple TV and then making movies and TV shows, I thought it was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> like really the phone company or the, the computer company is now making movies, but they're knocking it out of the park. Um, so I don't know how they get this formula down, but they've got it down and they got money to spend. Um, and it's also one big commercial. Like if you go back and watch it again, every piece of technology was an Apple product. There was AirPods, latest iPhones, MacBooks, um, the, the, the desktop Macs. Um, so this was, this was still a big Apple commercial. Um, and you can only watch it on Apple TV Plus. So subscribe to that. But likely you already all you don't know. Like most people. Do. Um, for some reason. I just have Apple TV. Don't know why.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess if you're subscribed to any of the things that they have, like Apple oh, Music oh. or whatever else they have, you right. just have it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's good
1: stuff. But I also think that a lot of things stick for them because they don't make a lot. Um I mean mm-hmm. it, if you look at their streaming service there's not a lot that they have. True. Like like they they're, they're not like
0: content,
1: a yeah. yeah, it's not like they're like Netflix where they're just constantly making movies like four or five movies a month. So um they 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 pretty much kind of pick and choose little projects here and there. Um I'm not sure have they released anything else this year?
0: Uh, They've done a lot. I don't watch a lot of it, but um, (laughs) they do make... I mean, they make stuff all the time. A lot of their stuff can be more serious in tone um, or think pieces. Not a lot of comedies and whatnot, but they do a lot. Then TV shows. I think Severance was this year. That's a pretty good show. I don't know if you've watched that or not. I would highly recommend it. Severance is good. Um,
1: I watched a little bit of um, Defending Jacob. But it's been a while yeah. since I started watching it.
0: Uh, I haven't seen it. Ted Lasso. Isn't that Apple TV original? They've won a lot of rewards. I haven't watched a single episode, but apparently it's good.
1: <laughs> the Morning Show. Then they come out with a the second season.
0: Show, second season was this year. Yep. Yeah. Love that. I like the first season more. But
1: I did not see the second season.
0: Um, I mean, it's continuing the story.
1: Okay. I'll have to check it out. There's so much content out there, I'll never it's catch awesome. up. Yeah. <laughs> i'll never be able to catch up right um but apple tv i mean they do make some bangers they do um but my rating is a low banger um okay I, I think this is a pretty good christmas film that most of the family can enjoy um got some good sing-along songs and a lot of comedy a lot of twists and turns um just overall just a really good film and may one day turn into a classic
0: yeah I think it definitely has all the material all the different things you need to get there
1: yeah, um, yeah. it doesn't exactly have the highest rating on Rotten Tomatoes but it's, it's fair mm-hmm. 70% <laughs> okay.
0: tons of movies people love for some reason that have low ratings and some movies that aren't that great have high ones. So even yeah. if particular
1: take I mean that's art, you know it's yeah it is art. <laughs> <laughs> People have different perceptions. Um but any other thoughts about spirited?
0: no I think that does it for me.
1: All right. I think that does it for AM reviews. Thank you everybody for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram and Twitter, which are all linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for
0: listening.